Welcome to Matilia is Confused. This is my fourth straight quarantine episode, solo quarantine episode, and starting to feel the strain, starting to feel the fucking strain of this shit, starting to fucking act weird, act weirder, but you know what? It's not that fucking hard. It's really not that hard. Been staying home. I mean, fuck it, you know? What am I going to do? A lot of shit going on now, though. Um, Fucking celebrities can't seem to stop making everybody hate them. Now the narrative has quickly turned. I mean, after the Imagine thing and the Madonna thing and all this different shit. I mean, I saw this thing earlier on all these... uh, different celebrities always talking about how bored they are and how hard life is now. There's like this very, this eat the rich attitude that has obviously been uh, felt and very prevalent since uh, Trump took office, which by the way, I don't understand how a wave of eat the rich sentiment ends up putting the most fucking boastfully rich person in the fucking country into office that makes no sense it was a swell of hate the rich sentiment that put trump in office but he's the most fucking making it known he's a rich guy that there fucking is the dude's apartment has like literal gold on the chairs and walls but that did happen People who hate rich people put the most obviously and proudly and uh, stupidly rich person into office as president. So that's cool. Okay. But the eat the rich sentiment has, and it's been, I think, getting there already, even before this fucking uh, pandemic. But but right now, it's, it's hitting... Um, celebrities i mean at least the very sort of uh public ones the ones who have social media and are very vocal and sort of trying to reach out and make a difference and and relate to people you know i mean i've i've even i've seen uh arnold schwarzenegger is putting out these videos that people are sending around a lot he's got like this fucking goat and some like mini pony i don't even know what the fuck it is but it's fucking funny he's just like And um, he's like smoking a cigar and the fucking uh, goat or pony, whatever the fuck it is, is like trying to eat his food. And it's funny. And he's got another one in the hot tub. And he's just like, (laughs) and people like it. But, you know, there's also this he's he's getting flack and are as are a lot of other celebrities who are doing similar things sort of this advice stay home uh it's or, or or you know i'm bored or even you know it's not so hard look there are these things we can do at home it's like there's this blowback on uh the celebrities who are doing this um sort of i think the face of that being that imagine video that was swirling around 
there, there's a sentiment that's very much like, fuck you guys. How out of touch could you be? Um, that's really sort of come into focus, I think, particularly in the last even three or four days, really. Um, and it, it, it really is. Um, I mean, I've been talking about this these last couple of episodes. It's amazing how tone deaf some and I wouldn't really say just celebrities. I think it's just rich really, really wealthy people or people who have been really, really wealthy for a really, really long time, which obviously there's a there's a major cross-section of those people with celebrities. And when you take sort of um, the attention a celebrity gets versus a normal wealthy person, I think it just stands out that much more uh, when it's a celebrity, especially because they're fucking good actors and they're making it seem like they really care. And I think when that screen is seen through... Um, it just makes people want to topple them down even more. But I mean, I fucking get it. I, I look at this shit and I don't want to topple them. I just want to roast them. Like, I don't want Gal Gadot to have a worse career or a worse life because of the Imagine video that her and her friends put together that is like looking at the core of humanity rot. It's like looking at the, the, the soul of humanity just rot away if you watch that video. Uh, but I, just because that's true, I don't think her intention was to sort of uh, uh, basically show the, the, the rotting soul of the world. I don't think that was her intention. I think she meant well, however naively or however, however tone deaf it was. I do think that these people generally do mean well. I... I, I don't think many of them are like, you know what? I need to fucking get out there and, and, and really capitalize on this moment and make people like me more. I think really they're, people are hurting, they're confused, they're scared, and they want to feel like they're doing something to help, which obviously don't make an Imagine video. Give all your money away if you really want to help. You know, No one wants your Imagine video. People want fucking like masks and hand sanitizer and, and ways to wipe their ass so like give money to people if you really want to help but that's a, a that's a digression i don't think that they're like meaning to do anything bad so i don't really want anything bad to happen to them i think there is that sentiment though so i stop i mean i stop short of that the eat the riches it's pretty hectic out there i mean right now it makes sense people are scared angry confused uh losing money uh, very, uh, there's very little security out there in the world and it makes it very easy to point and say, fuck you. I want you, uh, to fall from grace. Um, I don't think that's, that's hard to understand at all. I don't share that sentiment, but again, I do want to roast the fuck out of these people. I think if you're going to put yourself in the public eye at all, you're making this sort of silent, um, deal like a silent wager with the public you're saying i'm to get the things that i want to get out of it whether that's like engagement or advertisement or just even attention uh or or connection you know to not be so cynical about it actual connection does happen on social media uh, I don't want to devalue it for all the bad things social media has it, it does bring us good things as well but i think when we're signing up for those sites when we're uh, engaging with our, 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 uh, our followers or whatever you, you're sort of, no matter how many followers you have, whether it's one or 78 million, like fucking Kim Kardashian has, which by the way, I'm going to get to her, Kim Kardashian and her followers. I don't think I've ever talked to Kim Kardashian, 
talked about Kim Kardashian on the podcast, which is fucking weird, but I'm about to in, in a little bit. But um, I, I think that when you are engaging with social media, you're, you're agreeing to a deal that says to get the things I want to get out of this, I'm willing to, ha- to have the people who are seeing it at least I don't want to say judge me on what they see, but, but, but form their opinion. Basically you're putting yourself out there to be fucking get your fucking ass rocked by your followers. Obviously people can screenshot. So it doesn't even have to be your followers. For instance, the new one that I want to get to is this fucking David Geffen Instagram post which is his, his, his profile is actually private. And, uh, when I heard about it, I'm on a group text chain. Uh, that was, that was like talking about it. And I came late to it and I was like, what, um, the fuck you guys talking about? And then I looked and I saw his profile was private and I was like, Oh, how bad could this even be? It's a private profile. But then, but then I Googled it. And it's like, it's so easy to find what he said. So if you have a private profile and, and, and you don't want to get roasted, you think you're safe from getting fucking roasted or destroyed or outed from doing something dumb on Instagram. That's not true. All people do is take a screenshot with their phone and then it's just going to live forever somewhere. Maybe not on Instagram. But anyway, David Geffen, who, if you don't know who he is, I find that, uh, odd actually not really i mean if you're young i don't know if there's any reason to know him by name so much but david geffen is uh uh, a huge hugely wealthy uh businessman in 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 music and in film um he geffen records is his obviously dreamworks uh skg he's the g in DreamWorks SKG. He's just a fucking huge, 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 huge uh, figure in media. And he, it w- I think it was Instagram. Actually, let me look that up. It could have been Twitter. But yeah, I mean, Google him the fucking first few headlines say it all. Media mogul David Geffen observes a sunset from his $400 million super yacht as coronavirus as as coronavirus ravages his i mean that's too many v's don't do that um and then the next headline is david geffen sparks backlash for flaunting his self quarantine from a this is a fox news headline so fucking whatever oh the price went up from the last headline david geffen sparks backlash for flaunting his self quarantine from a 590 million dollar super yacht uh David Geffen assures us he's isolating on his $590 million yacht. Ah. This one's less snarky. The Guardian. I mean, that was TMZ and Fox, so you get what you get with those. But The Guardian says, billionaire David Geffen criticized for tone-deaf self-isolation post. Geffen, worth $7.7 billion, is in the Caribbean aboard his mega yacht so yeah he posted uh pictures of this of him on this he he was like um 
you know, I guess take care of yourselves if you can. Be safe. Stay safe out there. Uh, we're out here um, enjoying ourselves or whatever, making the best of it. I don't know. Exa- I'm not quoting it. I'm not uh, fucking who cares. I can't find anything. Uh, but I saw the pictures and he, he's, he's some like v- vacant sort of like well-wishing, but he's just flexing, dude. He's just like, I'm David Geffen. I'm worth $7.7 billion. And I have this unbelievable yacht that most people that even most rich people, that even most really, really rich people haven't even fucking sniffed. I mean, obviously, if you're going to post, he's got pictures of it. It's like, it looks like it's from the fucking brochure. There's no way he took those pictures. Unless he fucking turned into a a yacht photographer. Because one is like from the sky. So he basically just like flexed like a fucking shit heel which i mean that's i guess and for a lot of people that's what instagram's for you know there's like a whole subculture of people who are like just showing their shit off but there's a pandemic so don't flex on your fucking 600 million dollar yacht telling everybody else you hope they're okay if you don't know that's in bad taste and if you don't know you're going to get your fucking ass rocked for that dragged across the fucking coals for being a tone-deaf fucking dipshit i mean then you deserve it even more i'm sure either he has or is gonna apologize but wow speaking of fucking tone-deaf i mean even this shit, even this, in stories like this, we, we're, it's like you're seeing the fucking cracks of people's minds. Like David Geffen, obviously he's, he's, he's been on a different planet because of his money. He's been allowed to be forever and ever and ever. But like, he wasn't doing shit that made it clear he'd lost his fucking shit until the coronavirus pandemic. Actually, I think it's his money behind Quibi, so maybe that is evidence in itself that he lost his shit. But, like, doing something like this is so fucking tone-deaf and stupid that you gotta fucking wonder, like, is this shit dementing even the fucking richest, richest, untouched by all of this people in the world? If I had a six... Here's the deal. Bottom line, if I had a $600 million yacht, now, the last thing I would want anyone to know is that I have a $600 million yacht. Not only did he let the world know he has a $600 million yacht, he let us know with a sentiment attached saying, stay safe out there. We're self-isolating on our yacht. Hope you guys are doing okay. Whatever the fuck. Ah, fuck man. Don't be that dumb. This headline about it is good from the New York Daily News. Smooth sailing for David Geffen amid coronavirus, comma, Twitter irate. <laughs> uh, yeah, and speaking of tone deaf, um, 
I went to NYU, so this is particularly, uh, I take particular delight in um, bringing this up right now. So the headline I was sent is, NYU Tisch students demand tuition back. Dean responds with dance video. Now you can read that headline and think that the onion, it's just something that the onion uh, put together to make us laugh. And actually, in fact, before my friends sent me this link, I had already seen this headline or one like it and kept fucking scrolling despite my having gone to NYU because I read it really fast and thought, well, that's obviously a joke. That's just not real. Alas, students at the New York University Tisch School of the Arts want some of their tuition money back because they say virtual classes aren't what they paid for. But instead of addressing the situation, the school's dean sent them a video of herself dancing to R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion. Ah! Following several communications between students and the school administration, Dean Allison Green, I mean a fucking wrestling name, Dean Allison Green earlier this week attached her dance video to an email to students in which she explained that she doesn't have the authority to refund tuition and that it's, quote, challenging for the school to give students their money back right now. Which I've never run a university. Maybe that's fair. Maybe like amounts of tuition. It go, the, the article goes on later. It says it's $59,000 uh A year, yeah, which is holy fucking shit. That's way more than it was when I went. And it was a lot when I went. And I guess I feel old now. Because that price is way fucking different. Um, anyway, I, I don't, I've never run a university. So I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, give them their money back. Maybe it really is hard to like get the money liquid to send back. Or maybe it really is already spent. Or, or I don't even know. The, I, what I'm saying is maybe there's a version of the dean, a dean's response that would have been uh, fair, though upsetting or hard to hear. From The dean could have said something that wasn't exactly what they wanted to hear, but tasteful and fair-minded. Instead, this happened. Now I'm Oh, wait. I thought she actually, the one I saw, she actually talks a little bit before. But she's wearing like a fucking North Face sick fucking ski vest, which zips up in the middle and it's like jingling, jangling around. She basically looks like, um, like a. She lives in or outside Berkeley and hasn't had something non vegan for like several decades her dance moves are straight up pitiful if this was a sick dancing move like if the dancing was as sick as her vest oh wait she's singing along now I heard you laughing. I heard you see. 
Okay, so that happens for a long time, and I mean, what are you doing? Just write a regular email back. And this isn't even like the fucking celebrity or rich thing. I mean, maybe she, I'm sure she's doing fine. She's the dean of a major expensive university. I'm sure she's doing very well compared to most people just in general. But I don't think she's like some mega rich person who's just totally out of touch because she's so rich. I think she's just, I don't know, losing her shit. People are losing their shit. Who the fuck would do this? Why would you ever do that? Fuck's wrong with you. Don't attach the interpretive dance video. The interpretive dance that you do to REM's losing my religion. Don't do, don't attach that video to an email apologizing to students that they can't get their money back because they can't go to class anymore. Could, could that be more obvious though? That that's not the thing to do? That'd be like giving someone the option. If I want someone to like the, the, the sandwich, they're going to eat more. Should I just make a sandwich and that I, that has some good ingredients in it and hope the person that I'm making it for is going to like it because the chances are decent that that's the case. Or should I do that and make that whole sandwich the exact same way and take a fucking shit in it and then give it to the person and see if they like it and hope that they do. Do you want to give them a regular sandwich or a sandwich that you take a shit in? Which one are they going to like more? That's how clear cut that decision is to, to either attach the video or not attach the video. And yet, there is clearly someone out there, someone in that very position actually, to attach an interpretive dance video to an email letting students know that they can't get their fucking money back. Did exactly that. People are losing their minds. Very rich people, mildly rich people, regular rich people, non-rich people, blue-collar people, poor people. Everyone's losing their shit. I'm not losing my shit. I'm feeling tested. I feel tested. But I'm not losing my shit. I fucking, I start losing my shit. I fucking go, I try to fucking uh, 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 work on something that I had to work on before. I, I fucking read a book. I go online and try to fit, fucking learn about some new shit. I fucking go online to look at videos of lemurs. I read a book. I read a section in a book about lemurs. I did this the other day. I fucking read a, I was reading a book. And there's this fucking shit about lemurs in it. And I was like, this is fucking cool. Lemurs, what? They're like the oldest living, still living relative of, of uh, in the lineage of, uh, that led to humans. 
which is amazing. But if you look at them, it kind of makes sense. They have very expressive big eyes. They have like the thumb thing. They can really manipulate shit. Uh, they look like they got personalities. And I know this because I, when I read the book, it led me to watch a fucking video of them. And then that video of me watching lemurs led to me watching more videos of different fucking animals. And I'll tell you what I wasn't. I'll tell you what I absolutely was not. I was not bored. And I was not losing my shit. I was not losing my religion. I was fucking psyched because I was learning about fucking lemurs. In a world where you can and cannot learn about lemurs, let me give you my recommendation. Choose the path on which Choose the path that leads to the one that, in which you learn about lemurs. The fucking video I watched was uh, actually at the, at, randomly, like right after or later earlier in the week that I read the book, was reading the book, which is um, uh, The Territorial Imperative by Robert Ardrey. Robert Ardrey's, uh, which I've read it, but I'm rereading it, Robert Ardrey's Nature of Man series. It's uh, African Genesis the territorial imperative, the hunting hypothesis, and the social contract. And I'm in the middle of reading the territorial imperative, and he explains something that he calls the amity enmity complex. And he talks, he uses lemurs as an example of what he's talking about, how we need stimulation, and when you are not, uh, when lemurs are a good example of a population uh, in which anytime there's no external antagonism or a hazard in front of them, whether that means like an, an enemy to fend off from their territory or like a threat, whether that be like too much rain or whatever the fuck, not enough food, it doesn't matter, but a hazard, you know, uh, when those things are not present, they're always fucking with each other. They're just always fucking with each other. Never not fucking with each other. It's this, it's not, it's not, um, the whole, the, he, what he's getting at in this, in this very particular part of the book is that um, it's really stimulation uh, that that organisms are after more than anything else. It's it's um, if in the absence of a common enemy, whether that be an actual enemy that you fight off, scare off, fend off, whatever, or just an enemy like you know, I mean, the hazard enemy, uh, uh, like a fucking rain or landslide or fucking your 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 habitat being fucking destroyed or something like that in the absence of anything like that all we're going to do is just fuck with each other that's what lemurs do and he goes on to expand and anthropomorphize and make that about humans and a lot of other species as well but it made me interesting interested about lemurs and then my friend sent me this fucking video about fucking lemurs I had actually seen the video, which is fucking, I was so proud of that. He sent it to this group chain and, I, and he was like, he was like, oh, this one, Matt's going to love this video. This is for Matt. Like giving me a fucking shout out. Like he knows me. I love when my friends know me and they express it and they like send me some shit and they're like, you specifically, you, Matt are going to like this. Very few things make me feel better than that. But he did that and he was right. But haha, I already fucking watched it. But guess what? I watched it again because it was so fucking cool. And in the video, these little human-ass fucking creatures with, with thumbs and long-ass fucking tails that it's like they're so controlled and, and, and exotic. They're like sexy tails. Lemurs have sexy tails. 
anyway, they take these fucking bugs, like these weird bugs. Lemurs only live on Madagascar now because everywhere else they're when Madagascar broke off from Africa, that strain of lemurs survived and every other one on the mainland, uh, went away so now there's only natural habitat lemurs are only uh on madagascar but what they do is they find these fucking bugs that have i think it i'm, I'm not, i might get this wrong it's some kind of poison it's like either arsenic or 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 cyanide it's like some fucked up thing that can kill you and it, and it can kill lemurs as well but what they do is they bite the bug just enough to like get some of the fucking juice out of the bug some of like the bug's insides and defense as a defense the bug like squirts out this liquid that has the poison in it but they don't eat the bug because if they eat the bug they actually might die so the lemurs are fucking smart enough after fucking millions and millions and millions and millions of years uh on earth they know that it's for them it's the equivalent of getting high and what they do is they bite this thing they fucking get fucked up on it and they just sit there like fucking cheech and chong they sit there like they're in half-baked just glazed over so happy and they they rub the thing they rub the bug all over their body i can't believe i'm talking about this and they rub the bug all over their body i mean i love this shit that's why i'm talking about it fuck you okay um the reason i'm talking about fucking lemurs right now is because of coronavirus though what i'm saying is learn to be excited about fucking lemurs learn to be excited about shit not necessarily exactly lemurs but things like lemurs Lemurs are the fucking shit. Get into that. Get into the lemurs. They fucking get high. They have thumbs. They have sexy tails. They're like the last living vestige of humans. Fucking be excited. Don't, I'm bored. <sighs> fucking somebody sent me uh, uh, a f- fucking tone deaf post by Kylie fucking Jenner. She was like posing all sexy and she was like, I'm bored. I'm fucking bored. Fucking Google lemurs. Hey, Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jackson, whatever the fuck your fucking name is. I'm so happy I don't know your name. I mean, I do. I just, I'm blanking on it right now. It's Jenner, I think, yeah. Look, hey, Kylie fucking Jackson. I'm saying it wrong on purpose. Hey, Kylie Jackson. Hey, Kyle fucking Jackson. Google lemurs. Watch fucking lemur videos. Get excited. Pick up a book by Robert fucking Ardry. Learn how to fucking read because you probably don't know how. Just there's everything's out there. When I say everything's out there to learn about, I mean it. I don't, I'm not. Ex- I'm not like, oh, yeah, you could learn about. Oh, sure. You could learn about anything on the Internet. It's not like one of those adages. It's just the fucking truth. Everything that there is to be learned about, you can learn about it. You know what the proper response to that is? It's wow. All of human history, we've been trying to fucking gain knowledge. Now, all we're doing is sitting on our fucking asses with our thumbs in our fucking rears. We're just like, I'm barred. We're literally forced to be inside to do nothing. And the knowledge is right there at our fingertips. And we're just like, I'm burned. 
Also, something tells me if you can get bored in Kyle Jackson, in the home that Kyle Jackson has, which is probably has a fucking amusement park in it, then you're a special kind of motherfucking moron. Anyway, okay, uh, I'm going to take a break now, and when we're back, I'll take some of your questions. I've uh, got some, a couple more things I want to talk about, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to be... Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. And I almost forgot. I mean, I can't believe this is the first time I've ever done this. I'm recording on a Sunday. I was going to record yesterday, uh, which is when you guys sent me your questions. And there's a lot of them that I want to get to. I meant to record late yesterday, but some shit came up, believe it or not. Because in this world, in this fucking COVID world, shit can still come up and shit came up and I couldn't do it. But I'm doing it today and it's Sunday. And the point is that it's Sunday. And what is Sunday? Sunday is the day of the Lord, of course. And on the day of the Lord, people go to church, even when there's a fucking pandemic. Which, you know, we were worried about that. I think us sane people were worried about what's going to happen when people who need, feel the need to congregate and celebrate uh, God together, because no, no pun intended, God forbid, you do that shit at home. Fucking hell, you know? But um, people are at church today. People went like a lot. I saw a lot of pictures. Uh, somebody sent me this one picture of the uh, a congregation of the Branch Davidians, which the 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 it was a tweet, and and on the tweet, I don't know who posted. It, I forget, so sorry. But uh, the person made a joke that uh, hey, I've been making for a fucking while now, ever since COVID became something in the public consciousness. I've been telling people that I've 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 I've. Uh, I've become religious. I've, 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 I've found God and the congregation I ascribe to now is the branch Covidians, which is obviously a great joke. And this person who ever tweeted this had the amazing like mind to say a congregation of the branch Covidians. Now, that was actually the way I just said all that was so fucking boring. So let me unbore you by sharing this video. A friend of mine just sent actually literally right now when I took the break, I got a text uh, from my buddy and he said, good news, COVID is over. And then he sent this video uh, with the title of the video is Kenneth Copeland destroys COVID-19 through prayer. Which, by the way, Kenneth Copeland is a megachurch pastor. He has been in the public consciousness for a while. I've talked about Jim Baker on the show quite a bit. He's been a guest on Jim Baker's show. He's been uh, in the press, I think mostly to the secular world, he's been in the press for being uh, grilled and called out for making his congregants buy him a private jet. Uh, And in his defense... He said that his congregants wanted him to have the private jet so he could more easily go from place to place and spread the word of God to save people from the rapture, which, was, which is obviously coming soon. As we all know, 
when the Bible was written, everyone in the Bible thought the rapture was right around the corner. The Bible was written 2,000 years ago. So obviously, it's still just right around the fucking bend. Anyway, that's Kenneth Copeland. Uh, and actually, just uh, as an anecdote, he said, I, I responded before I even watched it. I said, holy shit, just pause recording the podcast. And he says, and I said, just re- pause recording the pod- podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this now. And he said, and then he says, I don't know what it says about you or me that my first thought was, I got to send this to Matt. And I said, me neither, but you know what? I'm taking it as a compliment amid these trying times. And that's true. Also, this is exactly what I was fucking talking about before. When someone fucking knows you and sends you some shit that they think you're going to fucking like, and you do like it. By the way, I just watched this. I fucking loved this. It's a good feeling. We got to take what we can fucking get right now. So, without further delay, here is the fucking audio. Uh, but I do suggest at some point you also watch the video because this fucking dude ain't playing. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I mean, Jesus doesn't have an office, you know? I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan. You destroyer. You killer. You get out. You break your power. You get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I demand. I demand. I demand a vaccination to come immediately. Get off this country. Okay. I call you done. I call you gone, gone. What? You come down from your In place of authority, destroyer. You come down and you crawl on your oh. belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head. Okay. In the garden of Eden. In the garden of Eden. Why is he fucking Nick Nolte? You will destroy through COVID-19. No more. No more. No more. It no more. is finished. Finished. It is over. And the United States of America is healed and well Thank you. again. For the spirit life of COVID-19. And there's some other fucking just total pussy up there with him. And this is that guy. Okay. Has dried up. It's dead. It's dead. It's, it's dead. done. It has ceased. Yes. It has ceased to exist. Yes. It's beginning to shrivel. Yes. It's beginning to draw yes. up and shrivel yes. and disintegrate. I mean, the confirmation part, you know? And so just to be clear... So that has passed. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Come it's on, over. give God glory and praise and honor for this. It's, it's over. over. It's oh, over. it's over. I mean, what? what? 
anyone listening to that would, who has a half of a, of a brain cell, half of one brain cell, will just say, oh, okay, well, that prediction didn't come true. This guy's fully committed and fully selling this. He's fully saying it's done. COVID's not done. Obviously, sorry, dude. Sorry, Kenneth Copeland. Satan didn't listen to you. Satan didn't, wasn't scared of you threatening him and he didn't kill COVID. Sorry. So well, you, one would think, well, he's just finished now. His congregants aren't going to go back. I mean, that's absolutely fucking false. He's been doing this shit for 30, 40 fucking years. Just saying the biggest bullshit, just like all these fucking guys. And you know what? The truth is, I think this shit's funny. I think it's entertaining, but not right fucking now. People are fucking scared and they want to fucking believe this shit. And this asshole's up. First of all, making people come. There's people in the fucking audience. Cancel it for the fucking next few weeks, man. But hey, he killed it. Kenneth Copeland just fucking destroyed COVID and I watched the video. So according to him, we got nothing to worry about anymore. So I guess everybody's out of the hospital now. Also, I love that he fucking is really making it for some reason about the United States. Like God only, God could only possibly uh, care or get involved with the United States. Like also, why is he leaving out the rest of the world? If I was that other guy asking the confirmation follow-up questions, I would have been like, all right, look. You said the United States, but did you also mean the rest of the world? That's the question. The dude should have been asking the harder questions. And honestly, that's their fucking mistake. They should have had a, a harder hitting questioner. But he wanted the softball questions, and you know what? He fucking got him. Anyway, that shit is just fucking wow. That is wow. I said I was going to talk about Kim Kardashian, too, early on in the episode, and I don't want to forget. There's this thing going around now um, about um, a psychic who supposedly predicted uh, the coronavirus in a book that is that uh, a book in, written in 2008 that has shot to the top of the Amazon charts. The last I saw it was actually number two. On the, on the bestseller, the, the Amazon bestseller list, which is fucking amazing. And the reason why it's even out there in the public consciousness at all right now is because, yes, Kim Kardashian West tweeted about it. Let me just read. Wow. I mean, that is so depressing. That one tweet from uh, Kyle Jackson's sister can just make people... Well, let, me, let me just read it. Let me read what it says first. Okay. For, it's the smallest fucking blurb. And it says, From Psychic Sylvia Brown, written in 2008. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived, attack again 10 years later, and then disappear completely. Okay. And people read that and they're like, well, it is 2020. It is pneumonia-like. It is severe. It's spreading across the globe. It's attacking the lungs. 
two part, two things I want to talk about with that. Let's just take 2008. If somebody who was so bored out there, one of you people who's claiming to be bored, why don't you do this actually? Test it out. Look up from January 1st to December 31st, all of the predictions, not even just all the predictions that were made, all of the predictions that were made in print. Gather them together and see how many of them came true. If you want to say this one came true, why don't we read the rest of the book, see what else she had to say. I don't want to do that. Somebody should. But I'm positive that if you took all of the predictions gathered up in the year of 2008 that were put into print, even by, who's this? Sylvia Brown. A very tiny amount of them would be, would have borne out to be true. Even a very tiny amount of them will be will have been borne out to be kind of true, like you can even misconstrue it to be true. You could bend it to look true. Even that is a tiny, tiny minority of the amount of dumbass fucking predictions that were made all over the fucking place. Now in 2020, when we look back, we fucking forget about all of that. In fact, we wipe our ass with the rest of the fucking book that Sylvia Brown wrote, and we just look at this tiny little fucking blurb that Kim Kardashian West tweeted that says all uh, a few things that are right it's fucking random a prediction one in a million predictions is bound to fucking come true just because of math because of very simple fucking odds People just want to have some kind of control. They want to fucking know so bad. They want to feel like they know. They want to feel safer in knowing at the very least. They might not be safe out in the world, but when they're inside in their own mind, they know what's going on. And that is a kind of security that isn't fucking talked about enough because that makes people's minds go fucking wonky. People are out there believing this shit. It's, it's on the number two on the fucking Amazon bestseller list. This is no fucking joke. And I get that. I get how shitty it is to not know. But don't be a motherfucking moron. Anyway, the other part, the, the twofold part, the thing I was the other thing I was talking about is that it says it's gonna vanish as quickly as it arrived. That is a thing people want to believe. So not only add in the fucking total, just the absolute fact that some prediction about the future from 2008 was bound to come true of all the fucking predictions made about the year 2020. There's not just that, but there's also, it's a fucking, we're in the crisis and we have no idea. We're helpless and we have no idea what's going on. There's no vaccine. There's no nothing. Although fucking Kenneth Copeland might have fixed that for us. So praise be. Thank you, Kenneth. But just on the off chance that he's wrong, just on the off chance that Kenneth Copeland didn't force Satan to expunge coronavirus from the United States, just fucking in case he's wrong. People really want to be able to fucking feel comforted, safe in something. And the news is just all that. There's no cure for it. It's so fucking, uh, 
it spreads like wildfire. It's so much more contagious than the flu. It's so much worse than the flu. Da, 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 da. Outbreaks everywhere. People fucking dying. People who shouldn't be dying are dying. People love to say people without pre-existing con conditions that can't die. People love to say kids can't die. I even said that once. That's what I had heard. It's not fucking true. Anybody can die from this fucking thing. So people want to believe something about it that gives you something to hold on to. But this ain't the fucking thing to believe. You know what the thing to believe is? Wash your fucking hands. Don't fucking touch your mouth unless you've just washed your hands, washed your hands, and fucking stay inside as much as you possibly can unless you have to leave. Whether that be to make money, to feed people, or to get fucking food. But I'm barred. I'm Kyle Jackson and I'm barred. Meanwhile, Kyle Jackson's fucking sister, on the other end of the spectrum, is like, interesting find from Courtney in a group chat. That's what she said in her fucking tweet. And then she posted this. So thanks. That whole family is really doing us a major fucking solid. I'm bored. This is interesting from the group chat and my Courtney. Wow. I mean, the most fucking out of touch motherfuckers in the world, you know? There's actually a bunch of fucking more shit I wanted to talk about, but I do want to get to your guys' questions. So maybe I'll save some for, um, obviously I'll have, I'm trying to stick to this two a week, so I'll do one on Wednesday again. Um, let me just see <clears throat> what the fuck you guys have been saying. I try not to look that much so I can be a little bit surprised by the questions but we got like 15 minutes before we're coming up on an hour so let's see what i can fit in opening twitter opening cesspool opening portal the hell okay um these are not about that these are different things Wow, what are these people talking about? I hate when I go on Twitter and somebody just tagged me in something. And then I got to see every fucking tweet that people will reply with. And I don't even know. Oh, this is, here's one. Okay. Oh, hell no. Here's all of them. I just have to scroll. I had to scroll. Okay. What do you think about making post-pandemic plans? For example, will you continue with oasis uh for those who don't understand that i make a joke about having been in oasis uh with liam and noel and that's not really a joke it's actually true i'm in that band thanks for liking my music but post-pandemic plans i mean the problem what i think about that is the problem is when is the plan going to be made for you want to make a plan for june you might have to fucking cancel that you want to make a plan for fucking later this year i i, I don't know I don't know. I think don't make them. What I think is don't make them. 
Uh, how about another one? How about those people that got arrested for coughing on a bunch of produce and people licking toilet bowls? Yeah, okay, so there's these, there's the fucking, I mean, you want to just fucking, there's some people you just want to, I'm not violent, but there's some people you just want to fucking, I'm not even, I don't want to hurt people, but there are some people that you just want to fucking, they're fucking head in and you know you're not going to do it and you don't actually want to do it but you just want to fucking these people on of what a surprise tiktok which i still don't know what it is even though i've had several people explain it to me in great detail that's how you know you're old um that's how you know you're old when someone younger than you explains a thing clearly and in a detailed way, full of knowledge and sharing that knowledge. And at the end of it, you're still like, I don't know what that is. But yeah, on TikTok, people, there were these kids, there was something they were doing called a toilet bowl challenge or a toilet lick challenge. I don't know, something like that. Who gives a fuck about the name? The dumbest thing in the world. So they're basically saying, I'm going to lick the toilet in the time of Corona and chance getting COVID. I'm going to fucking, there was, I saw one other total idiot licking a pole on a, at a subway station, uh, uh, just freaking out the other passengers, you know, which is the part that made me the most mad. It's like, you want to be an idiot in a, in a public stall, in, pri- in, a, in a private stall, rather, and lick the toilet and not scare anybody while you're fucking doing it? Fine. But dude, you want to fucking do it on a subway? You actually should be like, you actually should have your head smashed. Um... Because people can see it and they're going to get scared, freaked out. Everybody's already scared enough. You know, have some fucking respect for other people. Be a dipshit on your own fucking time. But anyway, these toilet lickers got fucking COVID. Uh, As did the subway pole licker. There's like all these videos going on like, this person has contracted it. And it's just a video of like some dipshit. Hey, guess what? No one over 25 is doing it. Did you guess that? No? Okay, well, it's true. No one over 25 is licking a toilet bowl and putting a video of it on TikTok in the time of Corona COVID. Anyway, all these fucking idiots who are doing this shit are getting COVID, which, and I hate to be like, you know what? You fucking deserved it, but you know what? You fucking deserved it. That's what I think about that. With the ignorance, uh, as another one, with the ignorance slash disregard we continue to see, do you find yourself being extra observant slash critical of people's behaviors when you are out, like walking the dog or at the grocery store? It's frightening how many people out there think it's still just the flu. Um, yeah, I find myself being extra critical of people's behaviors. Like that fucking kid who breathed on my fucking shopping cart at Sprouts. Still fucking, I got, I'm dreaming about that kid. Fucking got a dartboard with his face on and fucking practicing bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. Waiting for the fucking day we cross paths again. And he's over 18 and we can fucking battle it out. It'd be like nine more years. Talk about, (laughs) talk about the eventual Chris versus Matt D'Elia civil war movie. 
Um, film productions have kind of ground to a halt, so that's on the back burner for now. Um, but it'll probably be a hundred to hundred million dollar budget. A lot of questions about movies. I'll, you know what? Here, here's what I'll do. I'll take all the questions you guys ask me about movies and do a specifically about um, uh, an episode about movies, like a bonus episode just about movies, quarantine movies to watch, where they're fucking streaming, why I love them, all that shit. I'll take all the questions, because half of these are about that somehow. That's not usually the case. But apparently you guys are fucking bored out of your goddamn minds looking for movies to watch, which if you want to watch movies, I'm not really an authority on anything, but that is something I am an authority on. I feel authoritative. I feel confident and comfortable saying do this about movies so i'll do that so i'm gonna skip them for now but i promise i'll i'll get to all that shit later uh in a separate episode yeah see go deep on classic japanese cinema uh who's your favorite film director whose movies do you watch uh and wonder how the heck they have a long career yeah there's a lot i promise i'll get to those uh in a separate episode just about movies just about movies (laughs) Um, do you think after all of this is over, we will maintain social distancing or we will crave more human interaction, bringing us closer? I think we're okay. I think we're seeing, uh, our, our starvation for human interaction in these sort of mind breakings I was talking about earlier, even, uh, uh, I, I think that there's, there's, you know, touch, even just simple, closeness goes such a long way and that is ancient that is not true of just humans that's true in our ancestors you look at chimps fucking down the line touch is is something you know uh whether it's grooming or just fucking hang out and being social there's something deep in us that requires in terms of for like health for maintenance to be around others and when we are deprived of it it's like being deprived of sun i don't want to sound like a fucking whack job but all i'm saying is that we are social animals and when we are deprived of c- completely of social interaction, we all go a little fucking mad sometimes. That's a real thing. Uh, so I think we're starting to see the cracks. I think that's happening with the celebrity shit I was talking about earlier with the Dean from NYU with a lot of different shit we're seeing out there about people looking fucking crazy, being crazy. I think it's, it's not helping that we're not allowed to be around people. We really want to be around right now. Um, and, and anyone who's being a good citizen and actually sort of, um, listening to the advice from the world health organization and doctors and our governors, at least in states like California and New York, where they know what the fuck they're talking about, uh, or Ohio or Michigan, uh, a lot of the governors are doing a great job being honest uh, about what's happening and about how this ain't fucking ending anytime soon and giving very strict guidelines and being very clear about it and personal, making it personal to them and making us trust them as leaders are supposed to do right now. But it's not any fucking kind of replacement. I mean, they're the the people that are listening to those uh, voices of authority, voices of uh, expertise, I guess you could say, uh, are starving for human social interaction it's just it's it's not it's not that just that we're lonely and it's not just that we're bored those things are different those things are manageable what's not manageable is our actual need for human contact and that i think is going to be a very hard part as we continue to go on you know because it happens a lot of the time you don't necessarily know that you don't know necessarily that's what's fucking dementing your mind 
but it can fuck you up. It can, it can, it can like depression. It has blinders and it can, it can make you not, it's not exactly clear that you're feeling fucked up because you can't be around humans. There's not a direct correlation necessarily that's obvious, but it's true. It happens. It happens to me and I fucking love being alone, but it happens to me if I'm alone for too long. What are your thoughts on the Arizona man who took Coroquin and died? I don't know how to say that. Last I heard, his wife who took it too was in critical care. They said they took it because they were scared and because Trump touted it in a news conference. Yeah, I know about this. That was actually one of the last one of his news conferences about this that I stopped, that I, that I saw because I can't watch that shit anymore. I want to smash my fucking TV into pieces. Dude just says shit, you know? An expert will be up there and be like, this thing doesn't work. And he'll be like, I don't know. It could work. I'm just saying, why be pessimistic? And it's like, it's, this is not pessimism or optimism. This is just science. You can't put a fucking Band-Aid on cancer. You can't put chloroquine or whatever the fuck it's called in your body and expect good things to happen. Anyway, these fucking idiots took it because I guess cause they said, because Trump said, and the dude fucking died. So that's cool. So basically, we have a president whose advice, if you follow it, you might just fucking die. So that's cool. That's my thoughts on that. Please give us, give all of us your thoughts on the way Trump says China. It's fucking unbelievable. China. It's genuinely unbelievable. Also, the other word he says that I fucking love is... Uh, love uh to hear his fucking dumbass say it is is uh billions beans and beans and beans and beans and beans and beans and beans beans of dollars oh look yeah the first thing that comes up when i type into youtube trump saying it says trump saying billions trump saying bing bong okay actually china doesn't come up maybe it's like a Lesser known thing that I happen to be in on. Here we go. Let's say China. 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 You go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. 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 All right, I mean, that's just the video. He just keeps doing China. Wanna, should we hear him say beans? I mean, fuck him, dude. The best thing he can give us is saying billions in China in a funny way, you know? Billions and 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 billions. <laughs> wow, what a fucking 
asshole. Sometimes, I mean, I know we look at him all the time, but sometimes I look at him and still I think, I fucking can't believe someone looks like that. And not even the fucking president. Just can't believe someone, anyone, looks like that. <sighs> maybe, maybe, here's another one. Maybe something like how rigidly, what? Oh, how, how rigidly partisan will the nation look when all of this is over? I mean, not more than it is now. I mean, we're as rigidly partisan as it gets. Nobody fucking listens to anybody. People who watch Fox News actually just straight up believed that it was a hoax. Until people were just in the fucking hospital and everything was on lockdown. There's no more rigidity to be had. Everyone's fucking locked the fuck in. Something's going to have to wield a hammer and smash that up for it to fucking change at all. I don't see it could maybe tighten up a little bit, but I don't know. More rigidly, I don't know if that's even possible. Tiger King doc. Yeah, I still haven't fucking seen it. Wow. So many questions about movies. Ah, uh, here's one. Actually, you know what? Fuck. Coming over an, over an hour. This will be my last one. Uh, you and the pod are becoming... Oh, that's nice. Question. You and the pod are becoming this coronavirus safe space for people to ask questions slash voice concerns. Naturally, we tag you in some gnarly shit we want you to see, such as Alabama eugenics, which I'll explain that later. Does that become draining slash depressing for you? I ask because it's heavy. Uh, first, the Alabama eugenics thing, just to explain that. There's some bill, I don't know if it's going around or if it's already signed into law, that says in an emergency, they can sort of disregard certain people. And in the bill, it actually says, lists people as, as a group of people as those with mental retardation. So basically what the bill is saying in very, 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 very dipshitty words is less of a dipshitty thing and more of like a, as this questioner points out, sort of rooted in eugenics kind of thing of like, we give care to those who are uh, more deserving of it, meaning... Um, we're weeding out dumber people is the, is the fear. I think, you know, if you're letting people who, uh, are have any kind of disability, whether physical or mental, um, die and only helping people who are to someone's definition, able bodied and able minded enough to be worth it, then you are basically a fucking eugenicist. And you are a bad person if you feel that way. <laughs> it's just kind of the way it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are sending me shit like this all the time uh, because of the podcast and because I take your questions and talk about them. And I, I definitely do see a lot of 
demented, fucked up, and yes, definitely depressing shit. But I do, I have a specific, I have a strong feeling about this. And the counter to it, which I do understand is, is ignorance is bliss. And to a degree that's true. And I don't think you can argue with that. What you don't know can't upset you, obviously. But in general, I've always had the mind, uh, uh, the kind of mind that would rather know what is going on just sort of all across the board, because that makes me, that's how I feel like I have some control over what's going on. You know, in this fucking race for control, we all desire it and none of us have it. We can only feel it. We can only feel the illusion of it. And for some people that's fucking believing Kenneth fucking Copeland. For me, it's knowing as much as I can about things that are happening that I'm interested in. This, I wouldn't say it's something I'm uniquely interested in, but it's happening and it's important. And it's really all, any, all most people can fucking think about. And so I want to see different perspectives and I want to see different stories. And so does it depress me sometimes? Yes, definitely. Does it overwhelm me sometimes? Yes, definitely. Would I rather not see it? Absolutely not. I feel a need to see it and not a compulsion. It is a considered need. It's not something that I have this knee jerk, like, I want to check the news. I have that too, but this is different. This is like, I want to know because it makes me feel better. Knowing things makes me feel better. It's as simple as that. So yeah, is it depressing that people in Alabama want to fucking forego treating people with um, mental disabilities? Does that depress me? Yeah. Do I wish you guys didn't send me that shit all the fucking time? And shit like it? Absolutely not. Keep sending it to me. I want to fucking see it. I want to know what's on your guys' minds. I want to know what's on the fucking world's minds. We're all just fucking sitting around. We might as well come to fucking take a peek into what's going on. Uh, That's going to do it. For this episode. <sighs> yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Here's exactly what the Alabama Disaster Preparedness Plan says. Persons with severe mental retardation, advanced dementia, or severe traumatic brain injury may be poor candidates for ventilator support. Wow, I didn't realize it was that fucking specific. Okay, well, get out of Alabama. Even if you're healthy. God, why is the most fucked shit always happening in Alabama? It's still not as fucked as Florida. We all know that. Florida holds the title for worst state in the union. It will never lose that title. Never, ever. And Dude, fucking uh, Liam Gallagher could become governor of Florida, and it would still be the worst fucking state in the union. Alabama, though, vying for second place. Hardcore. Hey, Alabama, figure out a way to get Roy Moore the fuck off the fucking public stage. Thanks. And if you don't know who Roy Moore is, lucky you, this is something you shouldn't fucking know about. Fuck him. Fuck him right in his fucking skull. Alabama, get your shit together. Don't say mental retardation. How about that? Start there. Start there and end up at don't be, don't practice eugenics. Thanks.
All right, that's going to do it. Uh, I still got a lot of shit I want to talk about. There's just so fucking much to get into. Um, and just to follow up on something that I've talked about every episode uh, of this quarantine series so far, those spring break kids that were partying in the worst state in the union in Florida, fucking getting their fucking drink on, doing drugs and being way too close to each other and saying fuck it that I was talking about a couple episodes ago and last episode. A lot of them are starting to get fucking coronavirus and couldn't be more fucking obvious. Don't be dumb. Stay home when you can. Stay safe. Stay healthy and stay home. I love you all. Stay safe. Stay healthy and stay home. Talk to you soon. Okay.